Welcome to another episode of Married with Video Games. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. Uh, I made my wife play. I guess the making is a strange way of putting it because she wanted to play Mm -hmm. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, the 64 emulator came out a while back, everybody, and she played through Zelda because that's the only game we wanted to play on there. Yeah, now they launched um, Majora's Mask. Which we don't really want to play, but we might. Don't really, we might. I have the guidebook from back in the day, so we might just follow along through that at the start of quarantine because I took all of the Nintendo systems from my family. I got the guidebook from my mom. I'm like, we're going to play through Majora's Mask. And we made it 30 minutes into the game before we said, absolutely not. This hurts my eyes to look at. We got through the town and got the mask that resets the time. That's all we did. Yes. And then we gave up because just having the N64 on like a 68 inch flat screen TV is just not good no so it might be better in the emulator because it keeps it in that four by three ratio yes it it hurts though it, it hurts not. when you try to expand those pixels it did not work no, out it was very bad but ocarina of time on the emulator was quite excellent i like my zelda even, you are even though i hate all of the bosses but this... that's another that's a topic. This is a this is a you podcast, man. I'm letting you head the way. No way, man. I only do Stardew Valley. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, I'll read a little history, and then you can jump into a lot because this is this is your jam, man. I sat back and watched most of this. I, I, by watch, I listened to a lot of cursing. There was a lot of cursing, and then there was the hesitant like, "Do you need me to do this?" I'm like, "No, I'll get it." Mm-hmm. There's very angry. I'll take care of this. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. But she took care of it. Mm-hmm. She was still intimidating. Do you want me to just do this? Oh, no, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time was originally released on the Nintendo 64 on November 21st of 1998. They have a tendency to release really good Zelda games on my birthday. Yes. Twilight Princess, I believe, was the 21st. I don't know if Skyward Sword was, but the Nintendo Wii itself came out on my birthday, and the Switch did not, I don't think. Twilight Princess was your sister's birthday. The 19th. The 19th. It was right around my birthday, then everything <laughs> 2006. Came out. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's almost a decade ago. Wow. So a lot of good stuff on my birthday. I remember I turned 21, and I stayed home and played Wii and drank beer. Excellent. It was gross. Whatever <laughs> beer I bought was not good. There's good beer out there, but that was not good beer. But so they finally ported this game over to the GameCube, and the collector's edition uh, included the Master Quest, which was basically a reverse, and everything was harder. Yeah, my brother played through it. I did not. Uh, apparently, you had to pre-order Wind Waker to get that. That's what Wikipedia said. Mm, that's interesting. I, I don't remember. I kind of remember something like that. Mm-hmm. But I played the Master Edition on the 3DS. I think they had it on there. Oh, sorry, I leveled up everybody. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, also there was a Wii Virtual Console in 2007 and the Wii U Virtual Console in 2015. Man, they released this game a lot. They did. Again, the big one was the 3D, Ocarina of Time 3D on the 3DS, and that was June 19th of 2011. Yes. You bought me a 3DS specifically for this game. And Link to the Past 2. Yes. They were both good. Yes. 
Oh, I think the past two was a good game. We just didn't play much. We, after we beat it, that was it. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's all I got, man. That's my that's my history <laughs> lesson. Summary plot is, oh my goodness gracious, you. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I grabbed a lot of reviews. Do you? Uh, would you like me to just take over now? Yeah, at least for this part. Um, I have comment commentary. Okay, that I'm that's gonna good. Interject in here, but yeah, that's I, that's, that's uh, intimidating. A lot of text on that's, that one. Uh, yeah. Uh, so summary, I grabbed this from I not the Wikipedia page, but like the Zelda wiki. So it says, as a young boy, Link is tricked by Ganondorf, the king of the Gerudo thieves. The evil human uses Link to gain access to the sacred realm where he places his tainted hands on on the Triforce and transforms the beautiful Hyrulean landscape into a barren wasteland. Um, Kind of, I guess. Part of it is. Uh, Link is determined to fix the problems he helped to create. So with the help of Rauru, he travels through time, gathering the powers of the seven sages. Per Wikipedia, the original N64 version of this game is the highest reviewed game of all time with an average score of 99 out of 100. 99 from critics, 9.1 from users. Yes, on Metacritic, yes. Wow. So I'm actually going to skip my first IGN positive because it, it might be better to read it later. Just mm. I enjoyed how they, how they wrote it. So... Uh, IGN positive and this is from their original review in 1998 the new benchmark for interactive entertainment has arrived the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time the fifth official installment in Nintendo's popular action RPG series is finally here and like its NES predecessor in 1987 it is a game so enjoyable it has the power to pull video game players into its imaginative worlds and refuse to let go for days call us crazy But when the final version of Zelda 64 arrived in the IGN offices, we stopped working, locked ourselves in a room with a big screen TV and a surround system, and played 17 hours straight. After only a few hours of sleep, we were back for more, and we couldn't stop until we finished the game. Then, we started over again to find all the secrets. Rarely is there such a perfect mixture of graphics, sound, and gameplay that even the most cynical players will admit that Zelda 64 is poised to shape the action RPG genre for years to come. They were not incorrect. They were not incorrect, and just the picture in my head of them locking themselves in an office with a big, big screen TV. I just picture one of those giant box TVs that's like 200 pounds. Yeah, probably was like... Three thousand dollars when they bought it, and back the surround then. system that has like the giant subwoofer and giant speakers because there was nothing else in nineteen ninety. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, 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 hundred percent. When this game came out, it was revolutionary. Yes, to the gaming world. Yes. Yeah. The neg- the only negative I could find was from a positive review, and it was from an archived article from Hot Games. Okay. It says, it's the adventuring part of the game that causes many a headache. In it, Link walks or rides, if he's old enough to own a Pona, the horse, from village to village and can meet and greet the locals. Apparently, there are puzzles that can be solved, but there's precious little in the way of incentives or clues. Even with Navi, your fairy assistant, by your side, it's sometimes hard, some would say impossible, to tell what the heck you're supposed to be doing next. I never found it that difficult as a kid. Even now, I kind of knew where you had to go. Yes. I didn't always know. Sometimes you would get somewhere and you're like, oh, I need to go get this item to do something. But for the most part, you kind of knew where to go. The one time we were stuck was after we got the... um, 
Forest Stone, the first one, and we went to not Gerudo Valley. Oh George my gosh. Romain. No, Goron City. Gorons. Oh, okay. and you have to talk to Darunia. And I had like I opened up his thing. I had no no idea what to do, where to go, and I kept ignoring Navi and ignoring Navi. And then I finally listened to Navi, and she was like, "I wonder what Saria would have to say." And then that's when you go talk to Saria to get the Lost Woods song, and then you play that for Darunia so that he's like, "That has a hot beat." Mm-hmm. That was the one point that uh, I couldn't remember and <laughs> our dog needs to go outside go outside there you go can we hear him no he's, he's not barking he's just a jerk <laughs> we just, love him he just wants to be outside yeah so that was the only time i guess i kind of agree with them in the way of like all of the different little side missions but if you don't get to them it doesn't matter no there's so there's a lot more extras in the game yeah we ended up skipping a lot of it for this play yeah but you actually got all the items i think outside of like one bottle which is super annoying oh the and, stupid poe one and you didn't get the big round sword no i hate that quest anything that is timed i hate with a passion yeah, those are the two that you didn't bother, but you got everything else. You got all the fairy fountains, you got all the upgrades, uh, you got all the arrows for the bow. You got everything. Yes. Yeah. You didn't need to get everything, but you did. I did not get all of the Golden Skull Tullas. I got, I think, 60 or so of them. 50 to 60, yeah. Yeah, I released most of those people. I got the larger wallet. I got... That's the most important thing, and yeah. you got a piece of heart out of it, too, yes. or a couple of them. I did not get all of the pieces of hearts. I think I had 17 hearts total to end the game out of the 20 you can get. Yeah, and I think you had two pieces, so you weren't missing. You were missing, like, 10, I think, at that point. Yeah. At that point, you had enough to beat the game. Plus, you got the got the last fairy, which upgrades you and makes it so you don't have to take any... Uh, yes, everything's halved. All so the people that hit you for a half a heart only hit you for a quarter. It's really weird when that happens. It is very weird. Yes, I do want to complain one quick thing before we forget about the jar that you get from the stupid guy that's collecting the pose when you're an adult. Oh, that's so annoying. Because we tried to turn in a Poe, and I wasn't standing in the right spot, and I drank the Poe. Even though you were, you're at a point where it says you can talk to him, but you were not. You, there's a very specific spot you need to stand. And if you're not standing there, you'll drink the Poe, and you'll mess up. I drank the Poe, and I did not try to catch any other Poes. No, it's it's really obnoxious when you... Because you have to go back to the location. There is a form of fast travel, but it's not always the most advantageous position it puts you in so mm. yeah yeah so i was missing one jar so sorry continue i had to no, hear my grievances about no before we do the positive i actually think we should cover the negative so we end on a high note <laughs> this game is still very good but after playing breath of the wild the Ugh. age of this game yeah. really kind of shows and it's breath of the wild in my opinion, dethrones this game in terms of what it did for the, the genre. It did the same thing. It that, did. That this one did. So for can't just really... a different console, like a different uh, generation of consoles, I would say. Yeah, so this one kind of took... Well, 2017 was Breath of the Wild. Yes. This it was the next evolutionary step in open world games. Mm-hmm. Zelda was never really fully open world. 
It kind of was. Kind of. There was a specific path that you had to go through the dungeons. But there was map. There was an open map, kind of. Yes, you but could go. But this one was, like, Breath of the Wild is, like... You could go fight Ganon with three hearts yeah. and no, your underwear. Yeah, uh, and you can walk out of into the town. You can go to town to town. The only time there's a loading screen is when you go into shrines. Yes. That's it. That's impressive. <clears throat> it Man, really... I love Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild is an incredible game, and there's so much to see and do with that game. And going back to this one is it's. It really, you feel the date of the, how when this game came out. Now, there's still a lot of good in this game. Oh, there's uh, the and it's not even just nostalgia, either. Yeah, like it's still a really good game. It's just they didn't port this game very well no, either. No. So let's cover that. The controls are not good. No, the controls. If you're playing the Nintendo Switch Online version, the controls are not great. I, this, you, we use the pro controller, we mind We use the you. pro controller. There's no, like, C buttons. So it's just the A, B, Y, and X, but A is rolling and B is your sword. So you have the Y and the X that are two of the C buttons. And then to get the third one for your third item, you have to, like, hold ZL and then hit B. So most of the time I just didn't use it and that's also how you had to play the ocarina so i used the right joystick instead and then that you had to be very very precise precise with how you hit it or you would hit the wrong note Mm -hmm. cameras are not great cameras are not great it's not i forget that it's not mario so like you could do some adjusting in mario 64 with the camera yes whereas in ocarina of time it's just the R button where you can like recenter it or the L button where you can mm-hmm. recenter it. And that is it. And they didn't really update that in this game at all. They didn't update anything. I know they just kind of ported it and said have fun. But they updated the graphics for the 3DS version. Why couldn't they have, you know, touched up a little bit of the stuff? The 3DS one I remember being a lot better playing experience yes than this one but that also if i i should just pull up a picture of a 3ds had like the buttons for the three extra yeah but i figured you could use the d-pad for the extras in my opinion right. using the d-pad would have made sense right for your extras yeah but I, yeah that that was the frustrating part my first two or three nights of playing was just me trying to remember the controls and you kept being like are you okay are you okay and i'm like i keep hitting the wrong buttons Mm -hmm. it was a little frustrating that's okay i'm switching between elden ring and horizon zero dawn and the controls are exact opposite so (laughs) i understand your problem (laughs) of hitting the wrong button in the game it is much more frustrating to hit the wrong button in elden ring than it is in horizon but still Oh, oh, it's awful. It's awful. It is awful. Okay, now you brought up a the point that Breath of the Wild seriously dates this version of, well, I guess this iteration, not the version of mm-hmm. the game. Did you feel that way with Super Mario Odyssey and Super Mario 64? Or is that just so completely different that it didn't have the same effect? That's an interesting question. So, <laughs> Mario still has levels. Yeah. Mario's levels are more open than they were before. And Super Mario Odyssey 
is probably still the it's the best Mario game I've played in my opinion. But it didn't necessarily date Mario 64 aside from the graphics. You can't do anything about the graphics no. unless they do a remake. Yeah, a remake of 64. Now 64 is incredible. The controls are a little awkward going if you try to play it, but even then it's still I don't remember having that hard of a time playing the edition on the Super Mario 3D All-Stars. No, and for the Super Mario 3D All-Stars, they did upgrade the graphics a little bit, just with some of like the gradients in the background. Mm-hmm. And the controls were still up to, up to date to the controllers that you yeah. were using. But so. I guess that was actually a game they put out, and this is li- literally just a port to an online subscription service. Yeah, and so for me, I, they could have done more. For sure. For the Ocarina of Time. They could have treated that game a little bit with a little more respect. They treated Super Mario... I mean, again, they did it. They released a game. But, you know, if we're spending this much money on a subscription, they could put a little effort into this game. Yeah, because into when that, you... They don't have to do this for every game. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time is the game. Yes. That you do this for. Super Mario 64 and Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time and possibly Majora's Mask. Yeah, that one has a really good, I don't want to call it a cult following. It's had a lot more people say that it's better than Ocarina of Time recently. So, so yeah. that is, those are the games. Yep. That you you don't have to do this for all the other games. But those are, there's a lot of games that I liked on the 64. There was a ton of games I liked on the 64. Mm-hmm. Goldeneye could have used a lot of love. <sighs> Uh, Banjo-Kazooie, if you redo that, that could use, like, the controls, if they're not updated, that'll be a little annoying to try to play it. There was a fan-made GoldenEye that was going to come out a couple of years ago, and I think MGM and Nintendo both put a huge, fast stop to that, Which and is inf- everybody is so infuriated, because everybody would just play the crap out of that game. Mm-hmm. Updated controls, <sighs> do the whole thing. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Yeah. But there's very few games... That you they need to. They could just port them over and let people deal with what they are. That mm. game deserved a little more. Res- I feel like, uh, for me, uh, this Ocarina of Time deserved better than we got. I could see whenever they announce the next iteration of Nintendo consoles and not the stupid Switch OLED, where if it's like a Switch 2.5 or whatever, that they announce that they're going to release like a remake of Ocarina of Time with it and do something that way. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Because Nintendo can basically do whatever they want. They don't need to like go I would out like and to, buy Activision Blizzard. I would like to see... I would, it's funny. <laughs> go out and buy Bungie. They should go buy Sega. They should go out and buy Sega. They really should. But, but... Yes. Uh, on, on actual topic, but that is awesome. They really should buy Sega. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, they could, uh, if they, that Ocarina of Time could use an actual remake. Yes. If they did an Ocarina of Time in the Breath of the Wild nature. You want those graphics or you want it more like the open world? Both. Mm. I would love to see that world be seamless. I'd love for them to expand it and add more to it. Kind of like uh, Final I would, Fantasy VII? I would, yes, but I would like to see... In a like in an Ocarina of Time remake, what I would really really like to see. Oh, we're letting our dog back inside. <laughs> I was trying to do it secretly. No, he's gonna. You are. Uh, you can go in, go in your crate. Go on. Here, you can have a. Crate. 
Uh, yeah. So, yeah, you're we're real professionals today, everybody. Very professional. Very, very professional. Mm-hmm. But what I would love to see is a Breath of the Wild, but having Zelda, uh, not Breath of the Wild. I would love to see Ocarina of Time with Breath of Mikhail. <laughs> I cannot say this, guys. I would love to see Ocarina of Time with Breath of the Wild graphics and gameplay, but maintaining the Ocarina of Time dungeon system. Yes. But make them better. Make them bigger. Redo it. (laughs) Redo them. Rethink them. But have a similar story, but change it a little bit even. Heck, let him marry uh, uh, Malon. Ma- marry Malon. That's his real girlfriend. That is his real girlfriend. We have and the that better is canon. Uh, I don't care. It's the better of the. It's better of it. Have him, you know, make a more engaging story about it. Yes. Update the story and stuff. Get rid of the owl. That freak. Can I? Yep. Mm-hmm. I hate that owl so much. It's. It, it just came out in '98. You. So what? Twelve years later, and I st- fourteen years later. No, Nobody longer than owl. that. <laughs> I don't know math anymore. <laughs> no, it, I, I still think they should purposely make a character where you you have to hit down to skip the dialogue rather than. <laughs> do you want me to repeat this? Yes, no. Yeah, it, it really. Yeah, those they, SOBs. They, they get you, you good. Can, you can skip everything, and then it's. Would you like me to repeat? All of that, and it's on yes, and you have to toggle down to no. So everybody that clicks through and then clicks too fast without reading, clicking through again, spiel again, over Dumb and over, all. over again. I also said because we'll probably never end up doing this podcast, but if they did a remake of Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask with the uh, Kana Bridge of Spirits, how that game looks, that would be absolutely phenomenal. I'd be in. I'd, I'd play that game. Uh-huh. Yeah, that would be sweet. Yes. Even if they just, yeah, if they did a, not a remake, but a just a remaster, but yes. they really remastered the yes. game, like graphically from the ground up, I'd like to see that game too. Yes. Better controls. Yes. Better, like just up-to-date graphics. Yes. Be awesome. It's not going to happen for a long 14. time. It's 24 years ago. I don't know math. <laughs> it is an old game. It is a very old game. This game, if you've never played Ocarina of Time and you haven't played Breath of the Wild, play Ocarina of Time first. Yes, it's you, still a f- very fun game. If you if you haven't played either of them, it's I bet you it's not fun if you have, if you play Breath of the Wild and have not played this one. Oh, a thousand percent. It wouldn't. It won't have the same. No. Effect. And you have. There is a little nostalgia play in this game. It is still genuinely a good game. It is no longer revolutionary in today's standards. No. It's just it. It doesn't have that anymore. But it has a lot of the magic of the when the game came out. For sure. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's a good game. I got nothing else on it. What else you got for me? Well, <laughs> I thought you were gonna keep going. It's your standard Legend of Zelda game. So it's uh, action and puzzle based. You have to progress in a certain order. You need particular items to do particular things. So you Mm -hmm. can't really skip around the dungeons at all. You could if you tried hard enough, but... I used to play the game where I'd collect all the items and then I'd go back and finish the dungeons. Mm -hmm. As an adult, though, as a kid, you couldn't really do that. I don't think. No, not as a uh, young Link. No, you had to be. Yeah, you had to be. In a, but as an adult, you could literally go into each of the dungeons, collect the item, and move on. Yes. Yeah, that's all I would do. Okay, he did fall asleep. Our son is a booger. <laughs> he is a booger. 
They are puzzle-based dungeons. Yep. You have to collect keys, all that fun stuff. Boxes for the chosen one. Yep, that is that that comic. There's a lot of pushing, a lot of box pushing in this. There's a lot of side quests in the form of the happy mask shop in town, which that guy shows up in Majora's Mask as well. Mm -hmm. But that's where you have to give the different masks to the various people and you sell them and sometimes you make a profit and sometimes you don't. Mm -hmm. And the last one is the bunny ears and the dude just fills your wallet until it's full. Mm -hmm. It's excellent. Uh, Happy mask shop, gold skulltellas, that one timed quest for the big round sword that I hate. That one lady in Kakariko Village where you have to find all of her chickens. Yeah, there's a lot of little things in there. They're... Finding the dog in the town. Yep. That's all I can think Bumpy of. Bumpy Chews, Bomb Shop. Bomb Chews, yeah. I always call them Bumpy Chews. They're Bomb Chews. Yes. Bombs. Which the Bomb Chews we decided are the most pointless items in the game. There's one puzzle. There are two puzzles. Oh, there's that you two need puzzles. Two, two separate puzzles. In one of them's in the Spirit Temple, and one of them I think is in Ganon's Castle, mm-hmm. or they're both in the Spirit Temple. But nevertheless, they are at the very end of the game, like the last ten percent of the game is when you need the bomb chews. Yep, they're so pointless, and they're so cool. More bomb chews. They're so pointless. Now you just put in, in the a... remake, make them have a point. Now you use Akarok balloons, and you float Akarok. your bomb. And when they pop, they drop on the guy. And then they continue and up then you, the wall. And then you blow them up. That was uh, that was some muscle memory is the bomb chew game in the town was muscle memory for me. I played the crap out of that game trying to get all of the prizes, trying to get that damn piece of heart when I was eight years old playing this game. I'm just surprised you said a swear word on there. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> Wow. That was not a bad one. No, that was all right. That was all right. Because <laughs> you watched me play that, and you're like, why are you angling off to the side? I was like, trust me, I know the spot that I have to be in for it to go up the wall a certain way, because you can't go straight on the very last one. You can't go straight through, because there's a little divot area with the giant cuckoo, cuckoo, however you want to pronounce them. Yes. And it hits them, so you have to angle up the wall a certain way, and I know that precise spot. That is like my superpower. <laughs> Yeah, you actually, well, I mean, you won everyone, even one one of them you won on the very last bomb chew, but you got it. I did. Okay. Okay. Who's your favorite boss, and what's your favorite dungeon? They don't have to be from the same thing. God, I need to look up a list of the bosses. I should have the uh, guidebook up here. <laughs> I really, really like the dinosaur in the volcano when you're a kid, Link. Yes. Where you have to not, drop the not bomb. Not Salamandros. No, you, uh, you, have to throw, you have to throw a bomb in his mouth. Dodongo, right? Dodongo, yeah. Yeah, it's Dodongo's cavern. Yeah, you have to beat up the Dodongo. It's in Ocarina of Time. And then I think my favorite dungeon is... Pro- You're going to hate this. I love the Forest Temple. Oh, God. I love it. It's, 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 <laughs> it's less confusing than it was. It's confusing, but less confusing now. See, that's how I felt about the water temple this time. And I love the music. The music in the forest temple is the perfect mix of beautiful and creepy as heck. Yeah, and they really play into that. Like, they so really You're do. hunting down spirits and trying to bring them back, and then you have to fight a ghost in a picture frame. So they really play off this haunted feeling. You're the literally... whole aesthetic is just And you top-notch. fight werewolves and undead throughout the whole thing. Yes. It's really a cool... 
yes. thing, and it's like a long forgotten temple. That's basically what it is. It's really enjoyable. I would say my favorite boss. Once I figured it out after like the first minute and a half, uh, Bongo Bongo. Oh, the the guy with the the hands. The and hands. The, yes. It's very unique for sure. Was that the that's a shadow temple? Shadow temple because you had to have the lens of truth on, and then you like shoot him in the eye, and then go up and just bash the hands. Yeah, he dies pretty quick. Yeah, too. He's, he's super easy. Um, and my favorite, what was the favorite temple? Dungeon temple. Dungeon. I mean, it can be from the first area too. Hmm. That's a very long pause. I'm going to pause this while I think. Honestly, probably Dodongo's Cavern when you're a kid. It is interesting because you're hopping across and you have all the tools and you have to drop the bombs into the eyes to open up. I do. That's actually probably all it is, is I like dropping the bombs into the skull to light up the eyes to drop the mouth. It's cool. Yes. It's a cool boss fight. A cool boss fight is a cool dungeon. All right. What's your least favorite boss? Least favorite boss was it the freaking uh um the water temple one Morpha the oh, where the you what? have to you have to long shot the eyeball out of it yeah and that took I think that was like fifteen minutes long yeah because you you I was to get... so bad that was when I realized I love Zelda games but I am so bad when it comes to the boss fights I love the boss aesthetic. It's the coolest boss ever, but he's my least favorite is Shadow Link. Oh my gosh, that one took forever too. I'm not a fan of it. I just don't like the constant repetition of it because you're just swing, 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 eventually hit. Swing, yes. swing, 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 eventually hit. And the internet told us that if you do the charge up, circle around with your sword, that it should work. And it didn't work. Yeah, he blocked it. He blocked it every time. Yeah, so no, not not fun. Least favorite dungeon. I am not a Shadow Temple fan. I'm not a Shadow Temple fan. I don't mind the Spirit Temple. Spirit Temple was okay. Shadow Temple was a lot of the hover boots, the stupid slippers on your feet. Yeah, I'm not a big Shadow Temple fan. And I really am not a huge... Um, don't don't take it from me. <laughs> I think I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. I'm, I'm not a fan of it, but I'll let you say it. Okay. If you don't say it, I'm going to say the other one. I hate Jabu Jabu's yep. belly. Jabu Jabu's belly is not it, great. It is worse than the water temple. I freaking hate Princess Ruto. She's just a snotty little B-word. You, she makes you carry her. The mm-hmm. You get electrocuted by everything you touch. It's not a great one. It's ah. Uh, and that, like, you have to get through it to become an adult. I and mean, it is your other wife, though. She sucks. You are betrothed to her, though. She, you, you truly are. She's, she's like third in line. She's still possibly above Zelda, but so she's number two. No, no Saria. Saria. <laughs> are yeah. we married or what? The, the thing with Saria is she's always going to be a kid. Yeah, then it gets a little weird. A little weird. That's yeah. why it just gets a little awkward yeah, after a while. All right. All right. Fun to date for a little bit. Then you're like, I had to grow up. Yeah, but I will say I thought the Water Temple was going to frustrate me because when this game originally came out, again, when I was eight, I never beat it. I got stuck on the Water Temple. I changed the levels of the water and had no idea how to change it back and just stopped playing. Mm. So I was expecting it to be terrible, and it wasn't. It was just you did have to go hassle. back a couple times because we missed. You missed. I some. missed. I was always short a key. I was short a key twice, and so you had to be like, okay, 
now I need to go change the water. So you float all the way down to the bottom to where you met Princess Ruto at the beginning and then you float up through where she floated and then you play the water there and then you go across to the pillar in the center and you slingshot up and then you play the water there and then you can go across. And we had to do that twice. I had to I had to read yes. through each of that one just to kind of say, did you get the key here? Let's go through it. Uh, yes. It took a while. Best music is still the Song of Storms. Yeah. There's nothing the better. The windmill. Windmill yeah. hut, Song of Storms. Yes. It's still the best. Uh, there, the music in this game is still some of the best mm-hmm. in the industry. It is the most, some of the most iconic music even 24 years later. They're recognizable songs and generations. This Gen, Gen Z recognizes the songs. Mm-hmm. That's how influential they are. <laughs> Very much so. That harp lady that I follow on TikTok constantly gets requests to play Zelda songs, too. And they're all from Ocarina of Time. What's your favorite item in the game? Can't be bomb chews. No, they're pointless. I love them. They're so cool looking. They're pointless. Mm-hmm. I always loved the Lens of Truth. I just thought that was so cool. Grapple hook. The long shot was legit. I love my the most pointless item that I love are the ice arrows. You never use them. You you really don't. And you get them as a bonus. You don't have to get them. I don't think I used them once in this playthrough. I used the fire arrows a couple of times. But, we tried to get those early, but then we realized that the uh, lake has to be full before you can get them. Mm-hmm. Stupid old games making you do things in order. Jerks. But the ice arrows are my favorite. Yeah. You don't need them. No, and the light arrows are really cool too, but you literally get them in... Right before Ganon's castle, because yeah. you need them to defeat Ganondorf. Yeah, yeah, you have to use them to defeat Ganondorf. The other pointless item is uh, the hammer, but you do end up using it more than we thought you did. Yeah, it's kind of pointless, though. It's very pointless. You use it in the fire temple, and then you use it... Ganon's castle. In Ganon's castle, and then I think once in the spirit temple. Uh, spirit temple, and you use it in a challenge for the Gerudo. That's where you get the ice arrows. You need it in there. Oh, yes, that's right. You have to collect all the keys. And I believe you need it in there. Yes. Yeah. So, all right. Now, the real question. Okay. So, you're going to give two ratings. I know. But before we get to that, I want to read the other IGN. Oh, the positive? Uh, or the, the positive. Okay. Just because I'm, I might stop halfway through because it's very long. Because they gave it a 10. But it's... <laughs> Things really take off once Ocarina of Time introduces the ability to travel back and forth in time. Very much like the Light World, Dark World gameplay. Without giving too much away, consider this. At one point in the game, you talk to a character as Adolescent Link who tells you that a young boy with an ocarina did something seven years ago. Then you go back in time and actually do it. That's what made me think of this. This is mm-hmm. Song of Storms. Or how about a fully functional fishing game? We did not talk about the fishing game. Oh, it's a good game, though. With Rumble Pack support and realistic fish behavior. This mini game is so good, any other company would have released it as a game of its own. Wait, they did. <laughs> then That's there, funny. Then there's the ability to ride a horse. It's so addictive, you'll catch yourself just galloping around and jumping fences. Except for those little short ones out in Hyrule Field. Epona does not jump those. Jerk. I know. Or how about involving sword fights with a multitude of enemies that block your attacks with their shields? A shooting gallery? A super cool hookshot that lets you traverse deep ravines? Secrets involving the use of sunlight and mirrors? That happens in like three puzzles total. Want to light some torches? How about catching the spirit of a slain ghost in a bottle? Changing daylight and weather conditions that affect the gameplay? The ability to diff- to wear different masks? 
Rumble pack vibrations that give away the locations of hidden caves? It's all there. And let's not forget about teasing chickens. No matter which way you look at it, Ocarina of Time is simply unmatched when it comes to the variety and diversity of actions and puzzles. So the game itself, again, had a ton so much of ideas and they all meshed and worked. They did. They put it together and it worked. And a lot of games have taken single elements from this and built games off of it. Uh-huh. That's why it's so cool. Yes. They've done a lot for the industry. And it will not be over overstated that the original Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time when it came out is a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. It will always be a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. What do you give... This one on the Switch. On the Switch, I would probably give it an eight and a half. Okay. Controls? Controls, getting used to the fact that, and this is just the limits of the game, there's no good, like, camera angles. It's not even so much the graphics are bad, because they're still, they're not great. They're 1998 graphics, 3D, quote-unquote, graphics. Mm -hmm. I do air quotes like you can see me doing them in a yeah. audio podcast. Uh-huh. But you kind of know what you're playing when you're going to play a game from 1998. So it's not really that. So eight and a half. Yeah. I give it a seven. Yeah. Yeah. Was I it mean, frustrating to watch? It's a or little hard frustra- to jump back into after. It's a little frustrating to watch. And I, we took a couple nights and let me play Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yes, you did do that one night. Just to compare the game. And infinitely, I was more engaged. And you were more engaged, and you were playing. I was. You were more engaged in me playing playing Breath of the Wild I was, than I, you <laughs> playing Ocarina of Time on the Switch. Yes. It is a bad port. It is. I'm just going to say this now. It is not a good port. Mario Kart is even worse. The only <laughs> thing that holds that game up is just how good of a game it actually is. Yes. Ocarina of Time is such a good game. That even when they port it that poorly, it's still good. Yes, I will agree with that. But I watched it and I was very disappointed. I even played a little bit just to feel and I did. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. It was a lot. It was a big adjustment jumping back into that. It, it just. I would rather plug the 64 in and deal with the hurt in my eyes. <laughs> and play on an old school controller. I think, can't you buy like Bluetooth ones? Yeah, you can buy the old controller, and I think that would make it better. Honest to God, I bet you if you had that controller... It would have been so much better. The game would have been fine. Because it would have been all the original fields. You'd have to learn the controller, but once you learned those controls on that controller again, I think the experience would be back up at that 910 level. At least for me. For sure. But the controls, the camera, the little things, and just how unceremoniously they handled the release of this port yes it's a 50 dollar controller yeah no thanks we have four of them we have six of them yeah okay because yes, we yeah. have my four and, and two, then from, two me. from you yeah so <laughs> just i'm just saying like there's so much they could have done yes and they just left it the way it is i'm not knocking the game itself because the game is good it's, it's true. It was still fun, and we remembered a lot. I remembered pretty much all of Young Link 
like the all of that like where to find the skulltullas all mm. that stuff where certain grottos were i was pretty good up until after the water temple again because that's where i stopped playing when and i was eight years I was, old i was literally telling you where to go after that point because <laughs> i just knew yes I remember doing the Gerudo Valley stuff where you get captured. Oh, and you never did the uh, horseback puzzle and shooting range no. there. No, I'm not good with the bow and arrow on the horse. No, I mean, it's a piece of heart, and in, in, I believe, in there. As evidenced by every time that Poe popped up, I never hit that Poe. Yeah, that Poe sucks. That's the one Poe I never got when I was a kid. Also, we've been talking for 40 minutes. I know. <laughs> There's a lot to say. But yes. honest to God, it, it's a good game. We're happy to bring another podcast to you. I'm in the middle of playing Elden Ring and Horizon. I feel like at this point you should just focus on Elden Ring and then go back to Horizon once you get all the Elden Ring out of your system. I'll never get all the Elden Ring out of I know, of the that's system. the problem. But the problem is you jumped into... Whatever at this point. <laughs> we lost the pop filter, everybody. <laughs> that's the one that doesn't screw on anymore. Yeah. I just won't go get really close or say any P words. Thank you. <laughs> the problem is you jumped into Elden Ring to see what it was like. And it's a Souls game and you love your Souls games. So there is no not playing Elden Ring to finish Horizon Forbidden West. Horizon Forbidden West is an excellent game, everybody. It really is a good game. I just like the Soul series so much. And Elden Ring truly is the Breath of the Wild of this Council generation. Spoiler spoiler alert for whenever we do our Elden Ring podcast. Uh, yeah, but just that's what they're saying everywhere. I know. Every review is like, oh. They also said that about The Last of Us Part 2. Uh, we know how that turned out. But yeah, but, no, this but one's actually really users good. Are, a lot of users are saying the same thing. A lot of new people are trying to jump into this, and it's not working for users them. Users were attempting to bomb, uh, review bomb Elden Ring, just because... No, yeah. we're not good at games. We don't like getting banned. No, it was more of, um, like, the graphics weren't as hyped up. Uh, yeah, stupid piddly things. Mm -hmm. And everybody else is like, I'm giving this a 10, even though it's more like a 7, just to counterbalance the people that are giving it, like, a 2 for dumb reasons. Mm, I get it. Yes. Anyway, everybody, yes. Uh, you can reach out to us at Gaming Marriage on Twitter or GamingMarriage at gmail.com. Uh, you can send us requests. I don't know if we'll ever get to play anything because we just are busy all the time. There, there's a small child in our life Small still. child, D&D, video games. Yeah, now you play D&D twice a week. I love it so much. I watch TV those nights. You get your TV fix in. <laughs> I do. <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, have a good one. Bye.